Yo, Fumi. Happy New Year, man. Happy Lunar New Year. Happy Lunar New Year. You're the tiger, baby. What year are you? I'm a monkey. Monkey. How about you? I'm a snake. <laughs> snake. Um, are you getting money this year? Yo, I'm not getting money because I'm old and I'm married, okay? But I am going to give it, give give out lucky money. It's a little tricky, yeah. though, because you know what? I, I've got family all over the place. You know, I, I don't know how to, how to get the money, but I think I figured out a cool way to do it. This year, more than ever, there's prosperity in giving and receiving money. Give money with Zelle in the U.S. Bank mobile app and quickly send lucky money. With Zelle in the U.S. Bank mobile app, you can quickly send a personalized red envelope e-card in honor of Lunar New Year to your friends and family. U.S. Bank is here to help you continue this tradition digitally in a secure and safe way. You can also get lucky money of your own. Receive $400 when you open an eligible U.S. Bank checking account and complete all required qualifying activities. Learn more at usbank.com slash Lunar New Year for more information. Subject to certain conditions and qualifications. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. The Zell related marks are used under license from Early Warning Services, LLC. Hello, Anos. This is Fumi Abe here to tell you about two Hack City comedy shows coming to New York City and Los Angeles. If you're in those two cities, listen up. February 11th, we're going to be at Uni Hall at 7.30. Uh, me, Fumi, and Mike will both be there. I'm going to be in town, so it's going to be crazy. And then if you're in L.A., February 26th, I'm going to be at the Airliner at 8 p.m. That's going to be our first Hack City L.A. show. So if you're in the greater L.A. area, we would love to absolutely see you. Uh, go to FumiAbe.com for tickets. That's F-U-M-I-A-B-E.com. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. Today is Saturday, January 22nd. We yep, hope yep. that uh, this podcast finds you um, with a tummy full of goodies. Uh, we <laughs> hope that you just had something good to eat. We mm. we hope that we we hope that we you should never listen to the podcast when you're hungry. You know you should no. go eat. So yeah, if you're hungry, um, then yeah. you will leave us a bad review, and nobody wants that. Speaking of which, exactly. um, you know, please have a great, delicious snack, and then if you're listening on your phones, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, tag us on Asian Not Asian Pod, uh, and then roll over to uh, the podcast app. Hit uh, uh you know give us a rating, uh leave us leave us a nice review. Talk t- tell us about what you ate. Uh, if you're on Spotify, you can do this now. You can follow us and uh, give us a rating. So give us five stars on oh, Spotify. Yeah. It's a yeah, new yeah, thing. Yeah, but you can, only, you can only leave a review if you like listen to us like regularly. So like if you're like a regular podcast listener on Spotify, please go do that because uh, our, our reviews on there are not uh, as, as good as... Or not, not good, bad, but we don't have as many as we do on we iTunes. We want a lot. So, so yeah. And then, we want uh, a lot. Finally, if you're on YouTube, uh, do all the YouTube stuff. Leave a comment. Hit, sub, you know, hit subscribe and, hit and all sub, that stuff. Smash. Smash, smash, smash that. Smash Here we it. go. Um, now, before we get to our show, we always give a shout out to our newest Patreon subscribers. What is Patreon? It is the best way to support this podcast. We're a complete independent operation. So we, if, you, if you're liking this podcast thus far, please go on over to patreon.com slash asian.asianpod and consider giving us your money. For a monthly subscription of any amount, you get a... Um, uh, shout out on the podcast where we try to guess your ethnicity by your last name and if you give us more money we slide into your DMs you can pitch us race news we do uh, monthly Zoom hangs you get all kinds of stuff um, and then if you give I think five bucks or more you get bonus episodes um, so if you want more of this please go check us out at patreon.com and that money goes to pay for our editor our producer and our social manager social media manager and they're fucking expensive man they're they real are. expensive and we are um, tax season's coming up and I think Mike you and I are in a world of hurt okay we're gonna owe people some money <laughs> and so that's why we need you to subscribe to our page look it up um so the newest people this week um here we go this is for okay. real first person this for this is pine a real, yep 
Pine Soul, P-I-N-E-S-O-U-L. Pine Soul. This is a okay. very, very clean breakdancer. This is who this is. <laughs> Wait, I don't even know if I should say this on air, but when this person um, donated to our Patreon, she also followed us on all the socials. Uh-huh. And so I like, I thought it was a weird name. Not, sorry, not weird. Everybody's <laughs> names are normal. Um, <laughs> I thought it was an interesting name. So I clicked on it. And I think I'm allowed to say this because it is on the fucking internet and you did follow us. This person is like a Canadian OnlyFans person. Hell yeah! Um, <clears throat> Wait, okay, go and ahead. She, and she and she specializes in anal. I am not making wow. this up. Wow! I clicked. I clicked on her Twitter. I don't even know it's Twitter. There's just straight up porn on Twitter. So like, uh, yeah. I I clicked on her. It was like point Pine Saw followed you. So I was like, what? Okay, what is that? So I click. I went back, and I was greeted with, um, a beautiful, beautiful anal scene. This is um, yeah. Well, okay. This is. I understand now why she, she wants to be associated with cleanliness because pine. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, her her, her asshole was so clean. so clean, so clean, and and fragrant, I guess. And yeah. Um. And wow, it makes me feel so good. This is the creator community coming together, man. Okay. <laughs> Look at us. Just listen. Guys, she's check hustling. Out, check out. Yeah, you know, she's not guys, if you like our work, go to go to twitter.com slash pine soul. Be sure to subscribe to her OnlyFans. Yeah. Also give her give her your It love. all goes <laughs> to the same place, apparently. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh keep doing yeah. your thing. Uh stay stay fragrant. Pine soul. Yep. Uh the next Here one is uh, Melissa Bisagni. Bisagni. B-I-S-A-G-N-I. Bisagni. Is that Italian? Bisagni. It could be Italian. Italian. I almost want to say <laughs> it could be kind of like Turkish. Maybe it's Turkish. Oh, Mel- Maybe? Melissa. Not a, Melissa, I feel like, is not a very common Asian-American name. It's so really, I do think yeah, this person is... A, I don't well, think this person is Asian-American. Okay, yeah, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that this person is like... I think she's Turkish. I'm going to say Turkish. Turkish-American. Yeah, Turkish Asian. Nice. Probably, uh, probably doesn't have an OnlyFans, though, but who knows? Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to. Uh, <laughs> next, next, we have Scott... Thu? T-H-I-E-U. Thu, yeah. This dude, this dude, uh, this is the dude, I don't know if I've ever told you, this is the dude, he's like my, he's like my photography bro. He and I. Oh, we, this is your Instagram friend. He's my Instagram friend. Uh, this oh is how, how, how much toxic masculinity we have. We can only be friends with each other on Instagram DMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we yeah, will yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, photography, yeah. which is tight. So, uh, yeah. That's so nice that he's given you, is he Asian or no? He is. I want. Oh yeah, I forgot. Well, I think he's Vietnamese. I, to you, you know, when you got this many vowels, you, you're, yeah, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Vietnamese. Yep. Okay. Hey, Scott. I mean, you you don't meet a lot of Asian Scots, so I'm a fan. I like that. Good point. Yeah. Um. Thank you, Scott. Thank you for he, being yeah. friends with Mike. I think he's also Canadian. So hey, Scott, go go oh, hang okay. out with Pine Soul. You know. <laughs> <laughs> go hang out. Go call oh, Pine Soul. Oh my God. No, he's got, I hope she's got, not mad. I mean, it is on the internet. I, if I you're mean, mad, if I'm sorry. We gotta be. We gotta be increasing her. You know, her. Uh, yeah. Fan base. I mean, uh, she's okay. a real anal. We call her fans anal. She's we the only one anal. actually doing anal. So that's you know, <laughs> what do you what, what do you want us to do? What if we uh, last if she started? Least. What if she started because of us? That would be amazing. Oh my god! Because we keep talking about we it. She's like, I guess I'll try okay. this thing. Let's yeah. try it. <laughs> Inspi- okay. This anal scene's inspired by Mike and Fumi. Shouts, shouts, uh, shouts, <laughs> shouts to Mike and Fumi before she does this scene. Okay, uh, last but not least, we have Akio Robin. Uh, Akio is a very, very Japanese, very Japanese name. name. Robin. I don't know how it's spelled, but it could be spelled. Um, Aki means fall, and O means man. 
<laughs> so our boy. So maybe it's Fall Boy. Fall Boy. Fall Boy. That's tight. Fall Boy Robin. Fall Boy Robin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I want to say, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's so a half Japanese, Japanese guy. Half Japanese, half Japanese guy. Half Japanese guy. Half Japanese guy. Shout out, Sakio. Welcome. Well, thank you so much for donating. And uh, if you want to keep supporting us or get in on this game, please go to patreon.com slash asian.asianpod. We'll try to guess your ethnicity purely based on your last name and your and or your social media handle where you post naughty, naughty stuff. We can do it all. Yeah. We can do it all. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we like to ask each other... Um, on this podcast, we like to figure out what it means to be Asian American because it's a very confusing experience. So we like to start this off by asking each other what kind of Asian we were this week. So, Mike, what kind of Asian were you this week? I was uh, an uh, audition Asian. Okay. Okay. So I've been. I, yeah. I got a. Uh, this is this is so weird, but I at the last Hack City that happened um, way back in November at Caveat. I uh, this uh, did my thing, and then like this commercial agent dude. Came up. You and got scouted. I got scouted. You got scouted. Which uh, I was like, for sure, this is a trap. Uh, but <laughs> you know, I had to like, I did the research, and I was like, this this trap is has a very good website, so it's a very good trap yeah. website. But uh, yeah. I talked to them, and yeah, so like they've been putting me out, uh, and it's specifically for commercials, like you know, just TV commercials and or whatever. So yeah. um, and it was it's been interesting. It's been it's been hilarious because um, you know, a I don't really want to be an actor. Uh, but I think it's important and, you know, to just develop whatever as a stand-up person, as a writer too, I think to understand like a little bit of that process, like acting process. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's hilarious because now I'm like one of those comedians who's always talking about it. <laughs> and like, um, w- one of the, um, it's just so weird to audition in New York city. So everything's on like zoom now and stuff. And like yeah. one of the things they'll say all the time is like, okay, we need to have, you know, send in a self tape. You tape yourself doing this thing and uh you know you got to tape it like in your in your room and okay you know one of the auditions was i have to pretend i'm riding a bicycle or some shit like that okay yeah and it was so funny because i set up my camera and i then spent far longer cleaning my room than actually doing the audition i like was looking <laughs> I was like, and it was like no there was like no way to make because then they wanted like a wide shot of me you know like a head-to-toe yeah. shot which means I have to put the camera way back and there's no, like yeah. I'm just moving trash from one place, one corner to another place. Like there's just no, I don't have that kind of space, you know? So yeah. I had to do that. Um, but I did, I did get a call back, which was nice. You know, I've only, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that I, feels I, I've, good. you know, I'm only doing it like a week and I got a call back, which is cool. And the callback was for, um, I had to play the role of a, uh, a, a, a kind of like an annoying guy who's really into crypto. And that's me. Okay. So I was <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that that's was your me. Life. It was cool. And it was fun to do. And like we did on zoom and the director was there. It's like, okay, now give me like a, give me like a nerdy guy who's into crypto or, or give me like a really loud douchebag who's really into crypto or give me this other guy who is like, just, you know, he's just so confused about it or whatever. And it was like cool to like yeah. work through that. And then yeah. I, I was, I really was looking at my crypto account the whole time <laughs> to like kind of really channel it. But it's been it's been interesting and it's been um, I hate to say it like kind of fun to do. And I think the trick to this is um, just to not <laughs> not uh, take it seriously at all. Sorry, any, any other actors who are out there who are really training. I am not training at all. And I'm just literally <laughs> just walking right into it. No preparation and just like bringing my authentic douchebag self. So that's me. I'm an audition Asian. So look out. Um, are you allowed to say what brand it is for? Uh, actually, funny enough, it wasn't for the, the crypto thing. It was actually for like a wine company. 
So like I, yeah, it <laughs> what was the fuck. It was like it's it for was like, like uh, it's for like Yellowtail or something. Yeah, yeah. It was like library. it was like I'm, the, I'm gonna be like the annoying boyfriend who's like talking about crypto, oh, and then like yeah. the girlfriend is like I'm the girls are drinking drunk wine. so that I fucking so I can live so I can continue being with this guy. <laughs> it's actually a very sad commercial. It is a very <laughs> sad commercial, and wow. honestly, way too real for me. I was yeah. like that honestly sounds like a like a commercial for like a divorce lawyer. Or yeah, something. yeah. The director you know? is actually is just the director. Yeah. just my wife it's just she's yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> now yeah, pretend, yeah, you're, yeah pretend yeah. you're not a douchebag i'm like i can't do that yeah, yeah, baby. Now, now sign now sign this sign, sign this. this document <laughs> here um yeah so that was me it's been it's been cool man God, so damn. we'll just see how it goes how about you Fumi? what kind of asian were you this week uh this week i was a i was a courageous asian okay i was a courageous okay. Asian. and um what i mean by that i mean socially okay mm-hmm. i have a lot of social anxiety and uh this story dates all the way back until november november 2021 yeah when I got the email that Michelle Zahner from Japanese Breakfast, the fucking band, got booked on the Late Late Show, and since I worked there, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna like, see her." So I was like, I texted her, I was like, "Congrats on the Late Late Show, that's awesome. You're doing like a, you know, your your uh, a set on our show." Yeah. And she didn't write back, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." But then like that's the day she got nominated for two Grammys. So I that's like me congratulating her for Late Late Show was like the dumbest thing ever because everybody's probably congratulating her on being nominated for the Grammys yeah, yeah, but yeah. I didn't know that. So I was like <laughs> congratulating her for this other thing and I was like so embarrassed and I was like whatever it's yes. fine you know and then cut to like this week um, when she was supposed to do the show like a couple weeks ago but she got her, her band got COVID and then James had COVID and then like oh, it yeah. was a whole thing so it got rescheduled till this last week and she was in studio and I saw her rehearsing and I was like oh, I wanted to say hi but I was like maybe she didn't she doesn't like remember me or like because she's done this podcast a couple of times but like we're not like super tight sure. we're, not, we're not like super you know we're not, like super good friends or anything like that so I was like oh I don't want to like embarrass her and then so I like I was like you know what maybe I'll just let her do her thing yeah but then I spent like I was taking a shit and I was just like <laughs> think I was trying, I'm trying to be better about like being not necessarily social but like I think I'm always I always I always feel like I'm like a nuisance to the world and I uh. think I'm just like you know I, but I'm like you know what I think if she thought I was really annoying um she wouldn't even have given me her number to begin with right you know uh she wouldn't have done this podcast no. multiple times if she didn't like us so I was like you know what I bet she is just a international rock star which she is yes and she's just busy and she didn't see my text and that's okay so I like I like messaged her again I was like yo like I just saw you rehearsing like you know good luck or whatever and she's like are you here I'm like yeah I work here let's like let's like I I love to like come come by and say hi and she's like I'm doing a warm-up or whatever so anyways I didn't get to talk to her until after the show but during her actual interview before the cameras were on, she like looked for me. Oh, that's awesome! And she like awesome. gave me a big wave, that's and I was cool. like, "Oh, that's so nice! That's so nice!" And afterwards, we were like talking, and she, she was like a couple beers in, but she, we were like, she was like really, she was being so nice, and she was really excited that I was there, and I was excited that she was there, and she was talking about the performance, and she had like a really good set. Her band's amazing, and so we were like just talking about that, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm really glad that I." Mm took that step and reached out to her. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I feel like so, so many times you don't do that because you're like, ah, she probably doesn't want to see me anyways. She, you know? she, is, um, she is legit. Like, I mean, there, we've had many great guests, but I feel like she's someone, and she like lives in Brooklyn, I think, or she did for yeah. a while. And so uh, I, she's someone I was like, I really want to like be friends with her, you know? Yeah, she's fucking cool, man. She's, she's fucking cool. so cool. And she's like, yeah. Um, you know, you know me. I love, I love me a woman who can drink. Um, she, you know, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she takes she it down. Like and um, yeah. and she just. But it, I see what you're saying because she legit seems like 
you know, I don't know if you ever had like a really cool kid in high school, but who was also nice, like a nice cool kid. Yes. You know, she's like, like there's that. no way you can be both. You know yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. you're like, you're like, you know what? You're so nice that I will not um, disgrace you with my presence. That, yes, that yes, my yes, gift. yes, yes, yes. My gift to yes. you was that's is my, my will, gift to you. My gift to you is I will disappear <laughs> from your life. You know what I'm saying? That is, that's yeah, how man. we consider ourselves. But she's very, yeah, she's dude. very cool, very nice, and she's yeah. like. She'll like pop up in all sorts of stuff. Like I was in H Mart, like shopping. Yeah. I'm like buying like yeah. She's on an H Mart. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, like I'm buying bulgogi. <laughs> you know, I'm just like buying bulgogi and like whatever and makgeolli. And then like um, she's on the TV doing this thing. And then like you, she'll be on whatever like Good Morning America talking about her book. And then she'll be on Gordon yeah. doing her song. And it's like and then she's still like you know out back like bumming cigarettes and pounding forties. And it's like the coolest thing. Yeah, ever. dude. Anyway, yeah, yeah, and. Um, the, and the last thing I wanted to mention about her is like when we were talking, we were kind of bonding about, you know, because she's getting so famous now. Yeah. And I think as artists, like a lot of us were always insecure. No matter how many times you level up, you're like, oh, I really shouldn't be here. And it was so interesting hearing that from mm-hmm. her because she she kept she kept being like, dude, like we're just an indie band. Like we're not supposed to be this big, you know? Yeah. Like because now she's like being, you know, like, you know, how, you know who else got nominated for a fucking Grammy? Like the Silk Sonic. Okay. Like Bruno Mars. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the biggest pop star in the fucking world. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, so she's like, she's like in that stratosphere now. And she was just talking about what it's like being there when a couple years ago she was just like an indie band from Philly, you know? Yeah. And she like shared with me like this insecurity she had about like, I guess she like reads a lot of our YouTube comments, which oh, no, I do don't too, do, but we, oh, should, yeah. we should never do no, that. No, don't do that. But, um, but she was saying like a lot of people like kind of diss her because like her, over her voice, they're like, oh, she's not that good at singing or something like that. Okay. And she's like, you know, like I, I get really insecure about that because I know I'm not like Adele, um, you know, and she was just like talking to me about this insecurity, and I'm like really happy that she shared that with me because I feel that way too. Not about my singing, but my comedy. But also at the same time, because I'm not a musician, I feel like I was able to step back and be like, oh, you know, when she told me that, I was just like, dude, like you're nominated for a Grammy. Like, where does it end? Where does it fucking end? Like, at end? what point? At what point you, in can, are one's you good career can, yeah. you, can you be like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing this? Like, th- there's, there's so many bands, so many albums that came out in 2021, and the, the people who work in the industry said, I like these are the five best ones. They, five you were chosen. Were really, you know what like, I'm saying? Something. Yeah. And, and and she's still like she's like yeah my singing is like whatever I'm like dude like your singing is great and and I, nobody you know no people know you're not Adele and that's great that's fine yeah that's not why they love you that's not you know? that's not the whole um, that, there's more to there's more to music than that and and uh, I'm gonna get in trouble on YouTube for saying this but sometimes I think that people are just so obsessed with the uh, I don't know the most obvious quality of a certain art you know what i'm saying like i yeah. to be honest with yeah. you sometimes i think being a really good singer is kind of cheesy you know i'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you it's fucking be, it's um, so fucking um, basic look at you know like you ever like yeah. watch somebody you know like there's all these videos on youtube of like really good guitar players like a best guitar yeah, 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 player yeah. he's got long hair he works at guitar center and and it's like oh he's such a good guitar player and i'm like yes he that is cool that is not all there is to being a musician you know what I'm saying? Right, right, and right. And it's right. just like, it's like, it's also the same thing, you know, I think it's like people, they don't really, they don't have like a developed sense and so they just go after the one thing that they can say, oh, you're not a, uh, you can't do the crazy high notes or whatever the fuck it is. 
fucking yeah, yeah, basic yeah, yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. You know, come on, man. Like, that's, <laughs> Mike is pissed. <laughs> that's just like that's all that you know. Like, it's just that's like it's I just know what like you a, mean. It's it's like it's not yeah it's yeah it's kick, like uh, you know it's like this is bullshit. I'm you know I, I'm not a chef, but I'm sure there's something equivalent to that in the cooking uh, world. It's like, well, you, can you do this? Fuck, yeah. you know, can you fucking cut an apple in less than ten seconds? Or slice, you know, skin the apple, whatever the oh, fuck yeah, it is. You know, you know it's like me. I'm so good at skinning this apple. You know, that's a true mark of a fucking chef is like doing that. So yeah, but that's it's that's interesting. Because I feel like when Anthony Bourdain was like big, people would be like, "But he's not even that good at cooking." You know what I mean? Like people would say stuff that's like what, that. Yeah, it's that's like, what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's like, like that's not that's not what dude, it's about. You know, like, there's a dude who's like who's who's like in the trenches for ten fucking years, like you know, being a New yeah. York City chef, and then oh, oh you yeah. know, he can't make a beautiful souffle. You know, like fuck off. You know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, anyways, yes, it that's, that's anyways. Good. I'm glad that you I'm glad that you uh, took that shit and um yeah and and yeah put that shit out the faithful shit. <laughs> yeah um and i would love to ask uh our guest today what kind of agent she's been this week uh our guest today uh such a special treat uh you know i'm getting a good vibe from her already i'll be honest with such you a she's good been vibe. smiling this whole time already she has a she has a great beanie on and great beanie. Um, she, she's really she's I, i'm i'm not in new york right now but i she's radiating brooklyn and i miss it i miss people who look like her look at i this. used to live Beautiful. around people who look like her uh, and I miss those guys. Yeah. But anyways, our guest today, she is the executive culinary director of Vice Media. She's got her own show on Munchies uh, on YouTube. Uh, you love her. You know her. Give it up for Faraday Sadigan. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wow. That's crazy. Also, I just have to say that like, sometimes about singing is that people who can really sing and sing really well who aren't a famous singer or something when people when you're just like hanging out in your car like on a road trip and your friend like busted out nothing makes me more uncomfortable than that like <laughs> nothing <laughs> yo, yo. where is there the is a, that level of like like there's a line where if you go above a certain skill of it's like it's okay. uncomfortable. Yeah, like you're, okay. It's this is no longer fun. Yeah, yeah, you're like you're like okay, like wait, like it's like awkward. They're like showing off. I yeah. don't know. It's just like it's 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 very yeah. Cringy, we're on actually. yeah. It's we're, cringy. we're we're on a bus to Philly. There's no reason to do this. Yeah, 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 like save it for karaoke yeah. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god, so funny. I feel you. I mean, do you? There's a we 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 really want to get into it, but does that? I, I feel does that make sense what I was saying earlier about like you know sometimes I think people think about the apples yeah apples or, or like whatever whatever art yeah. artistry is like oh well it's yeah. this thing and you gotta be it's it's like people who don't know a lot about whatever painting right it's like and they think that the best painter in the world is a guy who can like make something photorealistic it's like oh the, yes. the yeah. skill yes. is the most important thing but it, I don't know if that is it, does that translate how does that translate into that culinary stuff Oh, I mean, it totally does. It's like, you know, even like when people are like, oh, how fast can you cut an onion? You know, I think that's the kind of thing, like just watching people <laughs> yeah. like chopping yeah, yeah, onions chopping away onions. or whatever. And like the thing is like two people also never read your YouTube comments. Yeah, like that is yeah. a death sentence. I will get very high sometimes though and go down a rabbit hole of reading oh, them, which is, <laughs> is fun and also terrible. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that like sometimes, yeah, people come and be like, this bitch can't even cut an onion. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> what like really come on it's so ridiculous and people yeah i just there's a lot of haters out there and you know like what with cooking too i'm like my show is for home cooks and i'm gonna sh sit there yeah. and like chop and show you how to do it properly and I, what have, i hate people just people yes, are the worst they, oh, people the love away. to make you feel bad about 
um, you know, your successes. And yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's crazy because like for you, it's like you, you have your own show on Vice, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. these you're, haters. You're a chef. You've been a chef for like decades. It's just like it makes, you know, yeah. it's crazy. It's, it's, My uh, dad actually with like it's funny with um, in Iranian culture, there's something like everyone has, you know, like they talk about the evil eye, like someone giving you the yes, evil yes, eye. Yes, 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 um, yes. And like in Iranian culture, my dad last year, I got actually I was home for the Persian New Year last last March. It's the first day of spring. Mm. And my sister and I are playing in the woods because we're grown ass women. And I was like, let's yeah, was go find say, our old this, fort. This was yeah, last year. I was like, playing in the woods. I was, I was like, let's go find our old fort. And I'm like, remember when we were kids and there was, um, you got poison ivy over there and I didn't get any. I'm pretty sure I'm not allergic to poison ivy. Literally <laughs> like three days later, I am covered in poison oh, ivy. Shit. It's like I had rolled in it or something. And my dad was convinced that it, um, someone had given me the evil eye. Um, and like it's but in, in Iranian culture it's a little bit different it's like people um not that they're wishing bad things on you it's almost the yeah. opposite that people are so proud of you and happy for you and oh, like shit. and they're like they're talking too much and like building it up and I think that also I'm gonna go ahead and add this superstition to it though that like because of that because people are like proud of you there is a little bit of like um like hatred in there yeah, a little bit sure. or something yeah, and yeah. so my dad was like convinced because it just kept getting worse the poison ivy was getting really bad oh so they have this thing where you break eggs and i don't know the whole thing my dad won't do it in front of us but you he breaks an egg or he says a name and every time he like taps the egg or something along these lines yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. exactly know it but when it breaks that's on that name that's the person who was giving you the evil eye or whatever and Whoa. it breaks the, the spell yeah <laughs> who, who, whose names were on this list did he start my with dad, like your mom my, like what i mean he's, yes he's just, on this list no he's he's, <laughs> yes. he's reading he's reading youtube comments you know what i'm saying that's yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah 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 fortnite it, fart master 3000 yeah, 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 yeah. uh <laughs> cunning linguist 6969 exactly. <laughs> And my dad, he won't he won't tell you who the name is, but it's like usually like your oh. friends. He's like, tell me the people who love you. Like, tell me your friends' names and stuff. Um, yeah, it's so there's a lot of superstition in um, Iranian culture. Oh my god, I, I fucking I, I, I love how. Yeah, you, oh, yeah, I love this. Like, you told this story for like four minutes. Not once did you say you went to the doctors. Yeah, just no, like, no, no, we no. got an egg. No, 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 we got no. an egg. The it egg. Was, the uh, egg that's took care what of it. solved it. Also, also, um, what was it? Tea tree oil. If you ever get yes, poison ivy go. like this, tea tree oil was the best okay. thing. Because I, I was getting my um, my vaccine at the time, and oh, you can't shit. be on heavy stero steroids when I, I just said that wrong. Steroids, steroids <laughs> when you're getting the vaccine, because um, it loses the the. Um, you know, it, it, the strength of it or whatever. Right. So my dermatologist who I was meeting with via like a Zoom call was like, yeah, that's poison ivy, all right. Here, let me prescribe you some lotion, some cream. Right. And I was like, this is doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. So I was literally slapping straight teacher oil on it. Anyways, long story short, um, I don't know what where that fuck story it, was going. There's it. a lot of it. I love it. I'm here for I'm here for the super. I'm here for the eggs. I'm here for the for the evil yeah, eye. Yeah, dude. Man. Um, what, well, yeah, but my my what, what kind of Asian eye was this yes. week? I will tell oh, you. Yeah. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. So this week. Actually, I would say I thought about this a lot before um, this because I, I knew you guys were going to ask me what kind of Asian I was, and I, I, I feel like it was three, three people's of my three of my best friends' birthdays this week. Well, my sister being one of those people, and also one of my friends had a baby, and there was just a lot of stuff going on. I was very giving Asian this week. Like oh, I feel hey. like I was. Yeah, and I'm not trying. That's not like a, a humble brag in any way, but <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, I guess it is. Um, my friend had a baby. I sent like you know, some flowers and some dumplings and um, things like that. My sister, I sent her flowers. I sent um, my one of my friends. I wasn't able to go up 
they were going to Maine to go skiing for her birthday, but I went shoots and stuff. But I made, this is the best thing I did all week, actually. I made a bingo board for her that we played. Oh, oh. I have it, actually. Oh, my God. Um, I have, I made multiple of them. So if you ever, her her name is Kim, um, and I decided to, that the bingo would be called Kimbo. So instead of bingo, it's Kimbo. Wow, and, we get it. And yeah, and so every board is different and like has a different face of her in the middle of it. So is and it like things the, that she does or something? So all of the, yeah, all of the little board spaces are like, you know, I was asking questions to the group. It was like, what is Kim's, um, license plate number and that's one uh, of the squares and you get it or wow. what did what's her grandmother's name Dorothy no that shit. was one what is the, what is the noise she makes when something's really delicious mm, that's one of them on there <laughs> this is so, so cute it was I, I, honestly I was so proud of this for myself um, but it's so funny because it's one of those things where it, this also digs deep into like my psyche of like for a lot of my friends for their birthdays, like one of my other friends birthdays, we did like I organized a scavenger hunt to all, a lot of like famous, like old Brooklyn landmarks. Um, and like, you know, I just I love doing like really special things for my friends. And one of my friends, a friend who had a baby this week was like, you're just so nice and you're so sweet. And and I was like, yeah, you know what? I really am. I am the best. <laughs> like, I'm good at that giving very gifts. very sweet, and, yes. And then I'm like, and when it comes time for my birthday, though, and this is another yeah. Iranian thing. Yes. There's something called tarof, which I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. It's very big. It's very many layers into it. If you look it up on like Wikipedia, there's like different layers in like social situations and negotiations. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. The essence of tarof is that um, like one might we were growing up and we were be at the dinner table and you know, my dad's like, here, have some more. And you're like, no, no, I'm full. And my dad's like, no, no tarof, like have more. Because uh, the thing with tarof is that you're like, you kind of you say what you don't mean. And yeah. it even could go as far as to be like to your friends, like, hey, anyone need a ride? I'm going back to Brooklyn. You don't really want to give anyone a ride. But then people are like, Yeah, sure. And you're like, fuck, now I gotta give everyone a ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm, that's such mm. a thing that I do. Like I do so much for everyone. And then and then my friends are like, what should we do for your birthday? And I'm like, oh nothing. I don't want to make a big fuss out of it. And they don't. Ah, <laughs> Which oh, is shit. fine. And then, and then you're mad. And well, then, I, yeah. I do I I do get a, I, I hate a, I hate being the center of attention, which I know sounds funny because I and everyone's always like, you're an extrovert. And I'm like, no, I really love being alone and being mm. like not being the center of attention. But also, yeah, part of me is like, I wish you would do something kind of special for me for my birthday. <laughs> but like the tarof, <laughs> the, the Iranian me is just like, no, 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 don't make a so big deal. Tarof. It's fine. I yeah. don't want anything. And then I'm constantly disappointed. And so one of my like, I don't make resolutions, but I was like, I got to stop this bullshit. You gotta stop this like, you gotta, yeah, no more tarof in no 2022. More tarof for you. Yeah, and, and and also, yeah, I think you're the one giving everyone the good evil eye or whatever. You're doing too much for everybody else. Everybody's gonna I get know. poison ivy. Okay, you gotta be careful. It's too dangerous. You're too dangerous. Maybe the, maybe actually COVID is because of me. Maybe I cause it's like a oh <laughs> shit oh, fuck this is all your fault. <laughs> get out the eggs. Get out the eggs. I, I I love it. Uh, I've, um, I I want to say you know we were doing research and I I didn't realize that I have been a real big fan of yours for a long time because you know I've, I've watched like a bunch of your videos and one of the ones that i love you, you say you know you lived in new zealand for a long time and you you have this meat pie recipe right and my wife oh, yeah. has been making that for me she started making it for me like during the pandemic right wait and, stop it your wife is making my recipe yo yo yeah dude oh 
Yes. I told I told her, I was like, oh yeah, we have <laughs> we have Faraday on. And she's like, oh my God. Nothing makes like, me more happy than to hear that someone actually cooks my recipes. <laughs> yo, we're doing the whole thing. I think a lot of people do. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, we love it. Like, yeah, we're doing, um, that, that's, that's like the big one. Uh, you know, she's, she's, she's sitting there like grinding the butter, like, you know, and, you know, doing all this crazy shit and like, uh, and, and he, the, the, the reason why it's like really important is she does not like meat pies. This is like not something for her. She's, she doesn't understand the concept of like, why would you bake meat? It doesn't make sense to her. But for me, I love them so much that I'm pretty sure she, you like saved our marriage. Okay. She like, <laughs> is required. She, has, she knows she has to do it. Okay. She like, this is, you know, for us, this is not, hey, she just has to, she do has it. to do it. You know, it's like, it's not even like a sex thing. Okay. This is just, it's just like, it's like every, you know, quarter she's She's got to sit there grinding a whole bunch of butter the, the meat pies. to make this meat pie. And then and every time she makes it, she's sitting there and I'm like, like ravenously eating them. Like uh, um, I, you know, you, you make like a tin of them, right? And there's like 12 and I'll eat like yeah. six of them at once. And I'm just like, <laughs> nom, 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 nom. So that's like three sticks of butter right there. And she's like, she's like incredulous. She's like, you really enjoy this. And I was like, I, she, I'm like, I'm not fucking, I'm not like, this isn't a joke. I'm not like, ha ha ha. <laughs> wouldn't it, wouldn't it be hilarious if I was like really into meat if pies? I just made you make meat pies. <laughs> Let me tell you, I oh went to, gosh. I went to, uh, Australia and New Zealand and, um, you know, I just went for, you know, a family trip. So I was there like whatever, a week or two. And we were in New Zealand and everywhere I went, I tried to eat a meat pie. Like every They're single so good. And they're rare. They're really everywhere. And you were saying the gas on the video, station ones are the, the gas best. station ones. Yes, they were good. I was like, they're and, ridiculous, yeah. and they have all different flavors. There's like the butter chicken. There's the Thai gourmet Thai chicken. There's like like one when my friend came to visit me. So I lived in New Zealand for seven years. Yeah, and. And I, and I was, that's where I became a chef actually was in New Zealand. And so many like friends were like, well, what's, what's the, what's the food? You, you must know all the great spots to eat. And I'm like, we're going to go to the BP and we're going to get yeah, a yeah. butter chicken pie. <laughs> and it's, and that's, that was just like the start of like a hangover. Like that was like what yeah. I would eat. Like when we're going on a road trip, that's what you yep. would get. And they have really good coffees there. Mike, you, you, you snacky ass motherfucker. <laughs> That's what that's what everybody calls me, babe. They go, they 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 know Mike Nguyen is the snacky motherfucker. Okay, I love me some snacks. All right, sometimes I like. Yeah, what are your, what are some of your favorite snacks? What are, what are your top snacks right now in your life? Man, top snacks, man. Okay, man. All right, you know, you, sometimes you got the classic apple. Okay, so apple slices. Okay, Damn. sometimes yeah, sometimes you, you want I want to be a a, a a dirty boy and I get I get some yeah. uh, some chips. Okay, but I recently yeah. discovered yeah. this new delicious snack. Is called Irvin's Salted Egg. It is so good. Irvin's Salted Egg is Singapore's number one snack. Irvin's is the original and best salted egg chip. They are the ones who started it all. Many brands have tried to imitate it, but none have come close. And I got to tell you, Anos, Mike and I got three mm. bags of these chips. Ugh. And I didn't even know what they were when they came so in. I was good. like, what is this, another freaking sponsor? Ha put it in my mouth. It blew my mind. It is probably the best chip, Asian chip thing I've had in like a very long time. And I, I, I mean, I think quality-wise, it's maybe on par or better than the stuff that you get at your Asian market. I'm not even joking. Oh, it's, it's that real good. good, man. It's real good. They use real salted duck eggs. They use fresh curry leaves, red peppers, dices of the bag. It's real ingredients. You can taste it. It gets all over the place. It's so yummy. Now that they're here in the U.S., you no longer have to smuggle their snacks into your suitcase, which apparently was a very common thing, and it's also illegal. <laughs> <laughs> don't be get don't don't be getting caught by the DEA because you got snacks, okay? They're available nationwide at H Mart, Ranch 99, and select Costco locations. Go visit eatirvins.com. That's E-A-T-I-R-V-I-N-S.com and use code Asian, not Asian, for 15% off any order. 
Go check it out. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because uh, I want a better gut health, man. I mean, fans of the podcast, you know me, Fumi. Uh, I've got that. I've got a lot of diarrhea problems. Okay, I'm just talking about my stand-up is mainly about being Asian American and having diarrhea all the time, and I wanted to fix that. So I started taking Athletic Greens, and I've been taking it for about. I don't know, six weeks or something like that, and I absolutely love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. Mike describes it as matcha. I personally take it because I want to maintain better gut health and also just have more energy. Ever since I moved to LA, I've been feeling very lethargic, um, but this stuff helps me just kind of like, it's a nice booster to my day, and I absolutely love the way I feel when I'm on the thing. What's so cool about Asian One is that it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. And if you're not sold by now, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, and that is better than what our podcast grade is, according to iTunes. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash asiannotasian. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Asian not Asian to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Um, yes, the how, pies. How, I mean, just very quickly, I mean, how did you kind of get started? Why, why New Zealand and why, like, why did you get started there? Because when I was in New Zealand, I felt there was a, there was a very big, you could kind of tell the culture was like real into food and, um, I, re- I remember actually going to different places and trying to get an iced coffee, which was like not a thing. And uh, they were very <laughs> confused when I asked them for an iced coffee. I remember one time I, went to, I was at the airport and I was like, I'd like an iced coffee. And the gentleman looks me right in the eye, gets out a coffee cup, puts ice cream in it and then coffee and then hands it to me. And I, and I was like, this is what an iced coffee is. I went to place to place and finally I found an iced coffee. And, this, and the guy who served it to me was from Brooklyn. And he's like, oh yeah, oh, I'm just yeah. visiting. <laughs> I know what an iced coffee is. And, I, and so I was just curious about like, that and your whole kind of like journey there and what what happened you know (laughs) oh yeah so sit back kids and i'll tell you all about it i uh (laughs) i was um i am from maryland actually um my dad is iranian my mom's italian um she's from massachusetts um so went to the university of maryland college park studied communication um i worked in documentary films for a little bit Mm. um when i went I didn't grow up like wanting to cook. Like I grew up like playing, like just being an, an asshole, like playing soccer yeah. and like yeah. having fun and whatever. Cooking wasn't on my mind at all. Um, when I went to college though, was when I started cooking for myself and I was like, I should, I really love this. I would love to be a chef, but you know, you're like halfway through college and sure. it's like, yeah. my parents would literally kill me if I dropped out and yep. wasted time and money. So it's like, instead I'm going to go to four years of school. And then when I graduated, one of my roommates actually studied abroad in New Zealand. And then she moved there when we graduated. Mm. Um, and so I worked with a small documentary company in Georgetown and everyone was like leaving. And I was like, I need to figure out what I'm going to do. So I decided I was going to travel. I bought um, an around the world ticket 
Um, remember mm-hmm. like S- remember STA Travel? I don't know if you guys are yes, too young yes, for yes, STA yes. Travel, STA but the travel. student travel agency. Yeah, the student um, travel agency. I went online and like and. My friend was living in New Zealand. We worked together when I was in college at this outdoor rec center, um, rock climbing, kayaking, whatever, all this stuff. And so she was running a kayak company on Lake Taupo in New Zealand, which is on the North Island, and was like, come here. I got a job for you kayaking if you want it. So went online, got this around the world ticket to like Fiji, New Zealand, Australia, Thailand, um, with the intention of only really being in New Zealand for like a few months. Um, went to Fiji, went to New Zealand, <clears throat> ended up staying in New Zealand for, well, I met a guy, so that's probably oh, why I, I hey, stayed. Hey, really hey, honest. Um, meat pie, meat pie, meat pie, pie, meat pie, pie, meat pie, or hot meat pie right now. Met him at the gas yeah. station. <laughs> BP, is, 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 that's his initials. BP, BP oh, yeah. gas station <laughs> meat pie. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking BP. about, savory. Oh yeah. no. So anyway, so. Um, when I was kayaking, though, I was like, there were a lot of days off because you're only really doing the tours when it's good weather or when people yeah. book the trip. So I got a job work making pizzas in my downtime at this Italian restaurant. And soon within like two months, I became like the head chef. The guy who was oh, the sure. um, owner and the head chef was just like a drunk, like a horrible <laughs> person and was like never around. So right. I just kind of stepped up and started cooking. And so they were like, we'll sponsor you for your visa. Oh, I was wow. dating, we'll call him BP. Whoa. I was okay, dating him. And so- so they were like, we'll sponsor you for your visa if you want to stay and we'll help you get your culinary certifications and all of that good stuff. Oh, sure. So I decided to stay. I still use the rest of my around the world ticket. My dad, who is, he's Iranian. He came to the United States in, I think it was in 1972. Mm-hmm. Um, he was pissed. He oh, was yeah. like, I, you, yeah. I can't believe that you're going to, you know, you went to college and why do you have to, why do you have to be in New Zealand to become a chef? Like yeah. they're not even known for food. Yeah. Um, they're, they're known for pies. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to go work in the gas go there station? For, yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. Be, be, be into sh- sheep and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 So very much disappointment to my father. Um, and, and my mom also, you know, both my parents, the funny thing is, is that I'm so similar to them. They, my dad left home and moved to the United States. My mom left Massachusetts, but moved down to Maryland. And like, you know, just, it's so funny. Cause I'm like, you guys did this too. You, if anything, yeah. you should be yeah. proud. Um, and my dad, evidently, my sister would always tell me she's older and um, she would have to go home for all the family random things. And my, she's like, dad's always, I don't know what you're talking about, that he's disappointed in you. He's constantly just like, you're, you're the, like the, the golden child. Like the he puts you child. on a pedestal. Oh, man. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. and you poison like, ivy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. His, his, and, his um, name was the egg. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. egg, yeah. Probably. <laughs> so, um. So I became a chef in New Zealand though for a while and, but I moved back. I was there for seven years and I moved back because yeah, it was a little too far um, from my family and my friends. So moved back to, um, I I think I literally Googled like, what can I do with a degree in communication and a culinary certification? And I found test kitchens. So, Oh, Oh, shit. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it does. And so I, I got a job. Um, I got an internship, uh, at Sever magazine mm-hmm. and was there for a few months. Um, and then I freelanced for them and then I worked on their website interning until finally like someone left. I was like, eventually they're going to have to pay me if I yes, stay here right. long enough, they're yeah, going to exactly. feel guilty. Um, <laughs> and, or something will open up and a job opened up. And so I was hired as their test kitchen director and, um, was there for a few years. And then when Munchies at Vice was opening their test kitchen, they reached out because they were like, we need somebody to, 
kind of spearhead this whole operation. So, and I've been at Munchies now for six years, which is pretty Damn. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, we were just saying like you have the most like Brooklyn job. It's I've such never, a, I do. You know, it really in a cool is. Way, in a I mean, very yeah, cool yeah way. absolutely. What like I feel. I don't know about maybe, um, well, I think probably even now, but when I moved to New York, uh, you know, there, there are like these jobs where you're like, oh, okay, well, I want to be a, and then you just cobble together a bunch of cool words, like digital creative uh, <laughs> director of blowjobs, yeah. you know, like, you know, and you're just like, yeah. and you're like, how do I get jobs? <laughs> that was my second yeah. choice. That was your second yeah. choice. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, like, yeah, I don't know, yeah, you know, yeah. but you kind of like ended up in this space, you know? Yo, honestly, I have to, I, I constantly do have to pinch myself and break eggs so I don't get more poison ivy yeah, that yeah. I know <laughs> that I have the best job in, in food media for sure. I mean, um, I have a lot of independence at Munchies and, you know, I have, I do report, I have a, a manager I report to, but, you know, I really am able to do what I want. I work with a really talented team and I'm able to bring in super talented chefs into our test kitchen. Um, to do videos with us. So, you know, I, I produce a lot of the the cooking videos and then I have yeah, my yeah. own show, which is super fun. And I get to kind of do whatever I want. I'm like, let's go camping or let's, That's I'm going to awesome. make this or that. And yeah, it's, I get to work with really great people. We have a huge rooftop garden. Um, it's a fun, it's a fun job. I That's cannot great. complain. I mean, you know, I, we wanted to talk to you about um, just kind of like the ecosystem of like food, I, f I feel like in the last, like like a little bit before the pandemic and then, you know, uh, on to now, uh, of course, like there's always been food, you know, uh, 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 media content. But then I feel like, you know, Bon Appetit and Munchies and a couple other places like really hit their stride like 2015, 17, you know, 18. And there's just been like this explosion and the... Um, the way that videos are shot are like really engaging. And then there's like really great personalities like yourself. Um, and they, you know, there's just been this kind of like nice, um, you know, Camelot of like food video media. Right. But I feel also that there was like kind of like a, a, a shift. And obviously there was like the whole thing with Bon Appetit kind of like imploding. And I was wondering, you know, what do you think about how it is right now? And I mean that like in the most broad sense. Do, do you feel like, oh, uh, the, the diversity question has been answered? Do you feel like there's too much content? Do you feel like people are, uh, are, are moving away from it or are moving into it more? I, w I just kind of wanted to get your sense of like what your take is uh, or, or if I'm just full of shit and it's just, hey, just, just enjoy the food, man. You know? <laughs> we're, we're all full of shit if we're being yeah. honest here. Um, but I think that to answer your question, you know, I think no, there's never enough like diversity. I don't think like, you know, I think that that was a real, that, you know, back in, you know, 2020 was a, and it's still constantly a reckoning for a lot of people. And I think that people can always do better um, in bringing in, you know, showcasing diverse talent and diverse recipes and backgrounds and stuff like that. But I do think like, it's funny. I think that the, with the pandemic and like 2020 and the last two years, I guess now, which is insane to think about. And yeah, yeah. time is, crazy. Um, but I think that there it's amazing because now there's so many more creators out there yeah. um, with TikTok. And so yeah. everybody, everybody is doing, um, putting out food content like anybody. Like I had, um, we, we did like a, a, a cook-off, a munchies cook-off. Yeah. yeah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and um, we, <laughs> we did um, during the pandemic where we had 
people like our viewers submit videos and anyways one of the people who won um their prize was like you can come to the munchie sets kitchen and we'll give you a tour and like hang out and blah 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 and i've kept in touch with this person and they were like hey like i really want to do a youtube channel and i was like don't (laughs) only because Mm. well i just said to them i was like it's a lot of production it's a lot of work but i was like you should do a tiktok because i think that everybody Mm -hmm. i don't use tiktok i know i'm probably one of the only people but everyone's doing tiktok and people are really growing huge audiences there and there's a space for everyone there i I think you know to do something and so yeah, I think that um, it's a lot. There's a lot of stuff out there to consume. Um, and people are home still after two years yeah. consuming it, like literally literally and figuratively, like whether they're like watching this stuff or making it themselves and actually literally consuming yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that it's there's always like room for more growth, though, in food media and this industry, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. And we can always do better. But um, but I think it's really fun that so many people have the opportunity where everyone everyone can be creators and and make fun food content out there and like share weird recipes and hacks and mm-hmm. tips and tricks and all that stuff. So you, it's a you, we- it's a crazy time. Yeah. If you, do you feel like uh, munchies and, and, and whoever, you know, I, w- are going to need to move away, not move away, but like kind of maybe like shift away a little bit from YouTube because, you know, to your point, it YouTube almost feels like TV now. It's like now it's like TV, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, yeah, yeah uh, it, it's still there, um, but it's like it's not where like the real cutting edge of content is. You know what I'm saying? It, now it's like, yeah, you know, uh, whatever it is, stories and, and TikToks or, or, and, and, and whatever. Uh, and because, you're, like you said, YouTube is like it's so um, production heavy. You know, you got like a whole crew, you got the whole thing. It's very long. Sometimes people and there's watch so it. many. I forget. My boss was like, I forget how many like videos go up a day or an hour yeah, on YouTube, yeah. but so many. I mean, we're definitely like in 2022. I also oversee our social team and. Um, well, like the Munchie social team, not yeah, yeah. all of Vice, but the Munchie team. And we're really pushing through our socials this year, you know, like yeah. and trying to grow our audience, engage more with our, our audience. Um, we aren't really able, I mean, we can engage obviously with our audience on YouTube, the commenters and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the fun things about with my show is that I, I kind of break that fourth wall and like talk right yeah. to them and engage with them a little bit in whatever way that is. Um but yeah, we're trying to like push forth a lot more social stuff this year because yeah, everybody, everybody's doing like the stories or the TikToks or whatever. And so I'm like, I guess we got to be doing more of that too. But still we're putting it quite an emphasis on our YouTube because, you know, that is, you know, I think that Vice overall, our visual content and visual storytelling is our bread and butter. So that's yeah, not going to yeah. go anywhere for so, us. We're so just... are, are there like, are there no more? Because on TikTok, I see like the food stuff I see on TikTok. A lot of times like... um the person's not even in the shot. It's like yeah. they're just them doing it's it because like you only fast. have 45 <laughs> seconds or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, Vice's bread and butter is like... Um, hosted. You know, in the like, beginning, it was hosted, like Action yeah. Bronson. Yeah. It was like Maddie, Maddie, whatever his name is. Um, yeah. Matheson, it's always yeah. like It's always like some Love hot Maddie. half Japanese girl with a tattoo doing some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, like, I feel like that's sort of like Vice's thing. And like, are you, do you think that that style of cooking show is like... No, I don't want to say dying, but is that like not where it's going? Where it's like a personality? Yeah. Like, what's, the, yeah what's yeah? What's sort of like the, the way to go? Yeah. We're always, I think, you know, going to be personality driven because, mm. you know, we want to highlight highlight those people and their stories. Yeah. You know, I think that like hearing that those people's 
yeah, their background and stuff is so important. Um, and it really is like how we kind of like, I, I, th- I do think that like Munchies was one of the first ones to not, I don't think, I know we were like the first ones to do these hosted stuff instead of like yeah, the mm-hmm. overhead hands right. and pans. Right. And yeah, when, yeah, when yeah, I yeah. first came to Munchies, they were, we were, there was discussion of like, should we do some of that hands and pan stuff? And we were all just like, hands no, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so dead and just lifeless. And yeah. like, and we really, even with our social stuff, like we're still trying to keep it personality driven because I think that's really important to have, um, like someone you can connect with. I think that yeah. mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like people still want to connect with people. Yeah. I that's mean, true. you know, I love, uh, it, it re- you, I really do come back to shows, not just because of the food, but because of the person who's like doing the weirdness, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really yeah. like, uh, I love Maddie Matheson. He's just like, he's such a, uh, yeah. psycho <laughs> and like, I'll oh, yeah. watch his, like his early stuff when you could tell he was like, maybe like, I don't want to say uncomfortable, but like, like learning to kind of play with the camera and he would just do little, he would like give out a little bit of his personality, but, and then now it's like, it's like, it's way over the top. So I, oh, I yeah. with personality, <laughs> um, I wanted to also. Uh, I watched your your video where you make uh, this this Iranian rice dish. It's called tadig. I think is that what it's called. Tadik, yeah, tadik, tadik. yeah. And yep. it was cool. And I don't. I realize <clears throat> I don't know shit about uh, Iranian food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we don't ever learn about it. I feel. I, I, I know. I, yeah, and and it was such a cool video, and I related to it mad hard because uh, y'all keep a lot of rice on hand. I respect that. Uh, you guys, you guys rinse it a lot, which you know, hey, props to it. Um, not enough people rinse it these days. Gotta rinse. You gotta rinse. Not enough people you rinse have it. To. You gotta <laughs> rinse it. Yeah, and then like you know, it it's 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 very. Uh, you got like the burnt rice at the bottom, you know, which you know, my wife is Korean. She, Korean people love uh, a variation of that. So I I don't yeah. know if you could kind of just speak quickly to do to to that and and like your kind of journey into that because you said originally you, you weren't really into food. Uh, or thinking yeah. about food as a as a career, and now you're coming back, and you were away, and now you're back, and your dad's probably crying a lot, you know. And you got to go back. <laughs> he and is. Oh my god! Wait. <laughs> also, can we talk about the fact that like fathers, like like my dad, definitely, he's gonna be actually his birthday's next week. Speaking of birthdays, and, and he's gonna be seventy nine. Yeah. Um. And men, when they get older, just tend to oh, cry yeah. a lot more. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Criers, big it's, criers. Absolutely. Oh my god. It's, absolutely. It's like very en- endearing and heartbreaking sometimes because I'm like, I'm like, don't cry. Like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going on the. <laughs> it's just it's just years of holding back the tears he's been holding yeah. it back i know for years. but yeah. you can only be toxic for like 60 years i think yeah. 60 years <laughs> then the, then and the, you're just like your, your the, body can't hold the it toxicity anymore toxicity just goes away yeah and, you just can't and then you just yeah. become yeah. real dog yeah exactly yeah, i mean you put on one picture film and your dad will just die of dehydration it. but Lose it's it. gotta be cool i was watching that video and you know th- there's like it's not just you making the thing because you're right if it was like hands and pans it'd be like oh she's, she's you know someone's making rice and it's sticky okay i get it i guess you know but this was you could see the whole thing with your your dad and then like your adorable mom's in the background like watching something on our ipad and like <laughs> You know, there's like a connection, I feel, when one generation hands off the food to the next. I remember when yeah. I, there's like this big, there's a Vietnamese dipping sauce, Nook Jum. It's, it's very, it's simple to make. But I remember when I got it, like I nailed it for the first time by myself. Um, I was like, 
I like I like teared up a little bit. I was like, okay, we're going <laughs> we're going to be I- okay. Like this is like yes. me. This yeah. is like my DNA. Like this, I don't know how far back this goes, but like I know it goes through my grandmother to my to my mother yeah. to me, and I'm gonna hand it off one day. You know what I'm saying? So, dude, it's the like, first time, yeah. like my dad. First of all, my dad is an amazing cook, and he. Yeah. My mom's also a really good cook, and I don't give her enough credit. That's for sure. Um, because my mom cooked for us all the time growing yeah, yeah, up, yeah. and my dad. My dad, though, like everyone loved his rice. Like he makes yeah. the best, the fluffiest basmati, and it's like oh. he. It, always tastes so fucking good um and it's just it's awesome and he you know when the first time i learned to make teddy like the first time i made teddy and i actually did it well i i i was insane i was just like i'm losing my mind right now i can't believe i've like i've hit peak life you know like as a persian brah yo what up what up how many how many um subscriptions do you think you have you pay for right now including like, the like ones that like my my including the ones my wife doesn't know about like 20 yes easily dude i mean and how many do you think you're actively using dude like three maybe you know what i'm saying that's crazy so you're you're literally wasting like hundreds and hundreds of dollars every month money that you could be contributing to the patreon if i'm being completely honest I, with you. it's you true but you know what patreon. it is is that a lot of times these subscription services make it like super freaking hard in order to cancel it because it's like buried in some thing or you got to do some weird right. thing with like two different phones to confirm some ish like that it's crazy <laughs> man all right absolutely and, and what we gotta do is we gotta fight back against scammy subscriptions with Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need want or simply forgot about on average people save up to 720 dollars a year with Truebill. because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel Truebill makes it incredibly simple just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap and your Truebill concierge ooh, is oh. there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to and maybe other things if you're nice to him or her. Ooh. Oh, it's very fancy. Yeah, man. I use Truebill. I canceled like a whole bunch of stuff. It saves me like 30 bucks. I saved me like 30 bucks a month. I'm going to save like over like $300 this year alone, man. It's crazy. That's amazing. What are you going to do with that money, you think? I'm probably going to, uh, you know, just buy socks. Nice. <laughs> Truebill has over 2 million users and helped save them over $100 million. Ooh-wee. Okay, don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Asian. Go right now. Truebill.com slash Asian. It can save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash Asian. Um, and it's, yeah, it's really exciting. So it, it's funny because when I moved to New Zealand, um, I, I basically, one of the only, like, like my family's not religious in any way, Mm -hmm. but one of the only kind of Iranian, like holidays we celebrate is Norus, the Persian new year. Um, with the the jumping over over the fire and all that. Yeah. The jumping over the fire. And you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's very symbolic. You set a table called the half scene, which is the seven S's and everything I told you, like, we're like, everything is symbolic of something in Iranian culture. So um, I wanted to recreate that with, yeah, I was still with BP at the time, um, <laughs> and, and my <laughs> friends and, uh, we, I, I was looking, I was like, cause my dad, I hadn't really cooked a lot of Iranian food with him growing up. We always were cooking Italian food, um, with my mom. And so I was kind of looking and my dad always made this one dish called Fessenjun, but my sister and I, and so Fessenjun, just to let you guys know what that is, it's a stew, um, which is made with uh, pureed walnuts mm. and pomegranate 
juice or molasses and it's yep. like very thick and it cooks down and it's delicious but Damn. it looks hardcore like diarrhea um <laughs> hey like very much it's like brown and like yeah, thick and thick and it's, it doesn't look really attractive. My sister and I called it Dudu Horash. Horash <laughs> means stew. And so, which is so, so disrespectful. So, so disrespectful. disrespectful. <laughs> so di- like, but I, also I, in like, the, <laughs> but in the mother tongue too. You know what I'm saying? Love I know. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Dudu Horash. And so, <laughs> like, terrible person. The worst. Oh, I, that I sounds nothing. like a racial slur. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. That's so, beautiful. When I was in, when I was in New Zealand, I was like looking up, trying to figure out what I was going to make. And, I didn't, I hadn't actually seen pheasant, the word, like, I, I always called it doo harash. And so yeah, yeah. I saw the recipe and I was like, ooh, walnuts and pomegranate. This sounds so good. And I called my dad and I was like, why haven't you made us this before? This sounds <laughs> delicious. And he was like, he lost it. He was like, that's doo harash. That's doo harash. Because my sister and I like would never eat it. And I Love made it. it. And I was like, damn, this is so good. Like, this is so yeah. good. Anyways, it really, um, learning to cook Iranian food. Like, first of all, like my, my sister, I have to tell you this, my sister's name's Amanda, which is pretty funny considering my yeah, name is yeah. it, like, f- like I'm named after my dad's sister. Um, and so always growing up, like, I mean, having a, you know, foreign name, quote unquote, yeah, like, yeah. first of all, no one can spell it. No one can say it. The first day of school, I would wait till they got to my name. Like they're going on the alphabet. I'm like, they're yep. almost at S's. And before the teacher had a chance to say it, I would jump up and say my name. So I couldn't be embarrassed by the way she pronounced it, you know, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Mm-hmm. or mispronounced it. And so, and my sister like never had that experience, you yeah. know, at all growing up. And, and always it's such a part, like you introduce yourself. You're like, my name's Faraday. Oh, how do you spell that? Where does that come from? Blah, blah, blah. It's such a part of who I am. And it really, mm-hmm. food for me was the gateway into like understanding a lot of, um, you know, that side of me and like that, my, that culture, like my dad and, and understanding my dad, you know, mm-hmm. um, my mm-hmm. dad and I, it's so funny. Like I'm very close with him. My family, my whole family, like we're all really close. It's a small, like there's just the four of us essentially. And my grandparents have all passed away. And like my dad's family's in Iran, my mom's family's in Massachusetts. So we always like, it's always been the four of us. Um, but my dad and I, you know, sometimes I'm just like, I- I'm like, you know, Amanda and my mom like don't get it sometimes with the way like how much my name means like to me and like how much it is a part Mm. of like like in the way you introduce yourself and like part of like who you are Mm -hmm. um and so and so cooking also has become that connection for my dad and I of being like hey dad like let me when he came up to pick me up during COVID, um, he like drove up here because I couldn't get down there. I didn't have a car and there were no car rentals at the time. And yeah, yeah. he drove up and I was like, I'm going to make you um, kubide, which are these kebabs that are on like the these big fat skewers and you mm-hmm. put do it over the fire. And I made it for him because um, I'd done a video making it as well. And I haven't really hadn't cooked my dad a lot of Iranian food because even yeah, when sure. I go home, like he's the one cooking the Iranian food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I made it for him. And he was like, this is the best I've ever had. Whoa. And he was so happy. Like he was like practically in tears. He's like, this is so good. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and I was like, I, and when I made him um, Tariq, he was like, he, when he said to me, he was like, your Tariq is better than mine. What? I died. I was like, can I get that recorded and say forever? Like this is <laughs> yeah, dude. This, this makes, is crazy. This this, this, make, this makes up for the dude harash you've been, <laughs> 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 you've been my, and then leaving oh, yeah. me for seven years. It's, oh my god. <laughs> exactly. But it's um. But yeah, I think that like food has definitely been that um gateway into 
being closer with my dad and closer with like that side of my family and like no and knowing more about who I am and like you know food is such a big part I mean so Iranian food it's a lot of there's a lot of grilling there's a lot yeah. of um, stews it's there's a lot of rice like it's so funny okay. growing up we ate rice and my dad doesn't know how to make rice for four people he makes rice for 12 people right. and then you're eating rice <laughs> for the whole week and I was just I'd always be like I'm so tired of rice like there's a while mm-hmm. when I mm-hmm. when I left home I was like I don't want rice like no way mm-hmm. and now it's like I, I love rice again I had to kind of come, come full back circle all the way but come back all the way oh yeah I love it. Yeah, I, love I feel it. that. I feel that. I feel like, um, like I've been away from my parents for a long time, and I haven't had their cooking in a while. But I just like I just I'm almost afraid to eat it because I feel because I've been away for so long. Next time I eat it, um, get, I might die. You get the ratatouille moment. Ratatouille moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get uh, the ratatouille flashback is gonna be too. It's gonna be too intense. I might go into coma or something. Yeah. I will cry for sure. I just you know what I mean. Like it's just been. Yeah, like I. I uh, oh my gosh, my mom. Uh, when I, I think a couple years ago, when I was coming home, I hadn't been home in a while or whatever. My mom was like, "Oh, I'm gonna cook you. What do you want? I'm gonna cook you anything you want." And my mom doesn't cook at all anymore. My dad like yeah. does all the cooking, and yeah. I was like, "I want your lasagna. Like your yeah. lasagna. She makes a bomb lasagna, and it's you know meaty and cheesy and all this oh. stuff." And my mom was like, of course you want that. Like, that's such a pain in the ass to make. And I'm like, it's not a pain. (laughs) Wait, you guys, wait, you're going to love this. I came home and she, I am not kidding, got Trader Joe's frozen lasagna, not even the meat kind. She got me the vegetarian. And I was like, this is disgusting. And I was like, are you kidding me? This is how you treat your daughter, your beloved daughter who comes down to visit. And you ask me what I want. And I want your lasagna. And you get me frozen vegetarian Trader Joe's. I was so mad and i've never let her hear the end of it i, I oh love how uh when you're talking to your dad you're, you're very like respectful and iranian but you're <laughs> you talking know? to an yeah, italian you're, mom you get like, you're like the fuck is this shit marone i can't eat this shit you're breaking <laughs> my heart <laughs> you're breaking my heart i feel that oh, yeah. I, love, I also have love this weird thing that happens like as uh as as parents get older too it's like the the dad becomes like so mushy and it's like, I love you so yeah. much, and crying. And the mom is just becomes just like a hard ass. She's like, I took yeah. care of you so yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. long. I'm going to go to oh Vegas now. Fuck off. You know, like. It's true. Also, though, my parents, my mom and my dad really love each other so much, which is lovely to see. But they love each other more than they love me and my sister. And I'm like, yeah. mom, you, yeah. where's your motherly instinct? Like, when my dad was up here, we play this game <laughs> called Sequence, and I beat him in it all the time. And my mom was texting, and I was like, oh, dad beat me at Sequence. She was like, good go you show her manage and i was like why don't you like root for your daughter and i was like you you're the most unloving mother i've ever known (laughs) she will she will root for him and like be on his side they're on each other they love each other so much and i'm like i respect that that, that's right that's amazing don't fuck with an italian woman and her man okay yeah all right there you go i love it yeah well speaking of speaking of interracial relationships oh yes oh this is a good one. Ooh, yes yes this is a good one i found yeah, this uh yes. on um on actually i found it on twitter but it's it's a, a reddit uh i am am i the asshole thread are you familiar with these kinds of things uh for yes and no but tell me more keep going yeah so you know so people will submit these like stories to reddit and and ask like am i that like a you know situation it's like am i the asshole or not and people will like kind of say you are or you aren't and this one is about. Uh, I uh, love this. Wait, uh, I need to start reading these. Yeah, threads, there's I there's think, some more. there's some great ones, and there's a lot of. Them I'm submitting with, my own. Yeah, you should. And there's a lot of them about food. And this one is: Am I the asshole for not liking Indian food? Okay. And 
already I can say yes, you are because but you know you don't even have to read the rest. But the rest of it is really interesting, and it's very long. But I'll give you sort of the the choice bits. But overall, it's um there's a man and he's uh, in his thirties and his girlfriend who's like in her you know, she's like twenty seven. Uh, she's Indian, he's white American, and in the thing it says uh he says. Uh, I'm American in the parentheses white if it matters. Oh, it definitely matters. Okay, first of all, I will say that. <laughs> and she cooks. She cooks a lot, but um, and and, she, and apparently she's a great cook. But uh, he has quote unquote low a low tolerance for spicy foods, so he doesn't like Indian food. Okay, and it's mm. it's to the point. So uh, you know they've been together for a little bit, and and uh, when she cooks, she doesn't make him eat the Indian food. She'll make uh, food for herself and then separately food for him. So then oh she'll, she'll make him like burgers and, and pancakes and French toast. French what toast a child. And- this, this man is a child. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard, I've heard, I feel I've heard this story a few times, right, Fumi? Like people who will, yeah. will make their ethnic food and then they'll make their like non-ethnic food for their Yeah, partner. I think when I'm pretty sure when Michelle Zahner was on the show, she said her her mom her korean yes, mom her korean would make mom. korean food for michelle and herself and then would make white white food for her white father wow yeah, yeah. which is it, that's like that's so much time that's cr- so that's crazy no one double, should have to do that no way. <laughs> yeah and, i grew and, up in a uh, family where my dad was like my i mean my parents were like you will eat everything on your plate and yeah, like we are not picky eaters and yeah, yeah. it was like it was my dad's cooking my mom's cooking anything we ate everything yeah and and uh the, the real crux of it here okay well well so they move in together okay and it says uh um, you know, we moved in together, uh, you know, ha- they have a nice kitchen and so are the girlfriend's very ecstatic about all the things she can cook. But you see, I'm reading from, from the post now, you see, I didn't realize that she cooks and eats a lot of Indian food, like all the time. <laughs> Which is, I didn't realize that she would keep eating. Oh this God. is crazy. I didn't know that. Uh, I told her that I didn't like Indian food and she told me not to worry. She wouldn't force me to any, eat anything. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, she, uh, she told me that Indian food is regular food for her and I'm going to have to get used to it. And, and then, uh, and then she said, um, she said she'll only consider giving up cooking Indian food if I give up cooking meat at home. She's a vegetarian. And then this is, this is hilarious. So I got quite mad and told her she's being extremely unreasonable as I need meat. He says need meat. Okay. I work out a lot and I need the protein. So this is <laughs> this oh, is this guy <laughs> is so is horrible. it am I the asshole for insisting that she doesn't cook with spices? That this is crazy. He's, he's an asshole. He's not an asshole for for that. He's an asshole for everything. Like this guy is just straight <laughs> up an asshole. I hate wow. this guy. Wowie, wowie, wow. I can't believe that this girl because I feel like um, she, Indian people don't really date outside their community like it's like it's less common to see like an indian person dating a non-indian person Mm. and to hear that i don't know just weird that um she would put up with this because also like hey it's 2022 so this is like a this conversation feels like it's from 1997 if i'm being completely honest totally um the fact that he called it like Indian food. Can you just cook regular food? That's like a yeah. that's like a bit from yeah. 1999 Boy yeah, Meets yeah. World or something. You know, like that's oh my God. like we all we all learned that lesson on Disney like when we were like eight. And so <laughs> it's just crazy to me that she's so she's so tolerant. But maybe are they from North Carolina or something? Is that so what they he say? Yeah, he, he, he says yeah. He says they live in North Carolina. 
Um, maybe maybe they're a little behind over that. I really have no I, idea. But I don't know. Like I don't know any. I don't know any Indian friends who would put up with this shit. F- Faraday, what what are your sort of takes there? Did, did you? Uh, oh you know, God. we don't have to talk about BP if you don't want to. But you know, was yeah. There, but what was it like? Was relationship? I mean, BP sounds, he sounds white as hell. Man. You're like, oh, on? you know, I'm gonna cook Iranian food. And um, no, he loved. Like I've, I'm lucky okay. that Abe, I'm lucky that my mom loves Iranian food as well, and like yeah, yeah. loves that more than anyone else in our family. So my dad lucked out there. Um, they love each other so much in case I didn't make that clear. Um, and then, but yeah, my, my ex old, old BP, he was straight up English, like North of England, but he was like, he was lovely. And like, I mean, I did a lot of the cooking for the most part, but he, just because I was at the time when we were together, I was learning to cook. Like I was, I became a chef, um, as like an apprentice. And so like, I was like me, like cooking at home was like, school for me almost like teaching myself all kinds of stuff but oh my gosh i I would never ever put up with that if someone was like and also like being like you better start cooking me meat like (laughs) what right and she's vegetarian so it's like for her there's a it's it's there's a whole cultural thing and you know like yeah and she's doing this for him so i mean wow wow part of me thinks this is fake because there's a part in the paragraph that says like um you know he was like when they moved in together she said like oh i didn't realize you needed so many spices, and she, he wrote. She replied, "To cook Indian food, silly." I don't think I, that's not how I would respond to racism. I'm not like, "Oh, you silly!" You know, so like you're yeah, so you're silly, silly. silly. That's like a weird way to respond to such a hostile reaction to your Seriously. food. Well, I um, I don't know. There's man. something you said Faraday about um, you know, when you're when you're growing up and you kind of have uh, two cultures, I guess, and, and even even for you know someone like me, you know, I'm I'm Vietnamese, but we had we, you know we had not Vietnamese food sometimes too. And we grew up eating fast food and stuff like that. Like it's weird because I, I think as, as that kind of person, you don't make a distinction. I mean, of course you do make a distinction like this is Vietnamese food and this is whatever, but you're like sitting there just consuming everything. You're just like, it's all yeah. good. It's all going in, in the, it's all goes in the hole and comes out this hole, the same hole, you know, it's like, it's all <laughs> yeah. good. So, but I think for some people, they like, there is regular food and then, like different food, right? Like this, there's a whole other kind of food, you know? Yeah. I remember I had um, a roommate and she was Vietnamese and uh, her, you know, uh, her, her boyfriend was this white guy and he, we were talking once and he was like, yeah, I d- you know, she loves easy eating Asian food. She like eats, eats Asian food all the time. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And I didn't realize until later, he just meant food in general. He, she was just like eating. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we don't make that distinction between yeah. these things. You know what I'm saying? We're just like, okay, well, here it yeah. is. And we're just going to eat it now. You know, like, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you ever kind of thought about that. It's so funny. Well, I was, uh, this also makes me think about, um, when I like growing up and I had to have friends come over and everyone always was, or, you know, I guess here's the thing that it bothers me so much, like friends coming over or like if I go over and someone's like, I'm like, Oh yeah, you can borrow this jacket or whatever. And they're like, Oh, it smells like your house. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and like, you know, there's that thing, but like people would always be like, you're like, they're like, your house has such a distinct smell. And I was just like, mm. okay, like, mm. what does that mean? But then like yeah, yeah. one of my friends recently came here and he was staying in my apartment. I wasn't here. I was like, yeah, you can stay there. He's like, oh yeah, your house smells like like saffron and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> and I, I'm, I, in my head, I was like, this feels kind of racist. I was like, what, <laughs> what does that mean? And like, I mean, I don't know. I just, I was like kind of offended. I was like, I don't, 
really everyone I guess everyone's house has a smell but he's to be like I'm like also I don't cook with saffron that much a that's very expensive but oh, like yeah. b you're just pulling yeah. a spice out that just you think out of Ronnie and I have like <laughs> what this is this that's is literally like somebody walking into uh, my house be like your place smells like soy sauce yeah, yeah. Oh, you're like your yeah your place smells like exotic rugs you know oh okay. yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah what what's happening uh, here I, did, I feel yeah. that. I feel that. Um, well, okay. We've all determined this guy is an asshole. Um, He's an asshole. Yeah. There you go, buddy. I hope. Uh, hope. Hope. I bet you she's. I bet you. You know what? I swear to fucking God. Okay. This girl is probably also hot as shit. And listen. I yeah. know. You That's can what's do so. It's so annoying. Better. Okay. You can do Come better. Come on. Can do Let it go. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hope, hopefully, she's a listener. Um, do you want to do <laughs> Asian Yelp reviewer? Or reviewer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's just do it all. Let's okay. Do we it haven't all. done. Great. We haven't done this in a little bit. Uh, are, are you good for time, Faraday? Yeah, I'm totally okay, perfect. Oh yeah, you, you don't you don't do anything but make beautiful gifts for your friends. That's all you do all day long. <laughs> That's all I do. <laughs> um, okay, so this uh, this is a segment we haven't uh, done in a while, but we're happy years to, years. years. We literally haven't done in a while, years. but we're we're bringing it back. Uh, it's called Asian Yelpers. Okay, and for people you know old school listeners know what this is, but the people OG people know, know the OG people, the real the the originals. Um, but Asian Yelpers is a segment where we go on Yelp. And our whole theory is that Asian people uh, are the meanest people on Yelp. Okay, we love using mm -hmm. it. We're on our phones all the time. We're gonna, we're not gonna be uh, afraid of smashing and destroying your brunch uh, because we have high standards. Okay, so we find an Asian uh, person uh, and we use uh, technology, uh, aka our eyeballs, to determine if they're an, an Asian person. And <laughs> We look up, we look up their reviews, uh, and uh, you can look back at some of our old ones. Uh, Asian people reviewing the Brooklyn Bridge, uh, bad apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, different things like that. And so we found a uh, fair day. You have this uh, really fun video where you make a bunch of food from Olive Garden, like you make pasta <laughs> and salad, and it's yes. so good. And I was like, this is this is awesome. And I I feel I feel you're a suburb you know, kind of gal and it, Olive Garden has a special place in your heart. It has one in my pl special place in my heart. So we found some uh, Asian reviews of the Olive Garden here in Times Square. Okay. Oh, I love this. <laughs> and um, uh, there's, it's, it's got like a solid three stars. The, this is the Olive Garden in Times Square. It like overlooks Times okay. Square. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a bunch of negative ones. And first of all, shouts to the Olive Garden social team. Because they respond to every single negative review with just wow. a, with just a, we never want our let, to let our guests down. It sounds like we missed the mark on your visit, which is just, oh that's my a God. we missed the mark on your visit. Hilarious. <laughs> We're here to help. That's you know, such a classic help. line. We missed the mark. You know, we could try better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we, there's a lot of reviews. I found the Asian Yelp reviews by sorting by elite, quote unquote elite. Okay. So Asian people will love being elite. <laughs> um, and, uh, we all know that three stars <laughs> is the worst rating you can give something. Yep. Okay. One star, you know, maybe that's, uh, your fault. One star is like an outlier. It's like that's something an crazy outlier. happened. Okay. And that's you know? not going to happen to the average person. Three yeah. stars. I feel that's very, that's a very like middling, you know, you're just like, eh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I barely even care. Yeah. All right. But we found a couple. <laughs> Um, it would, they weren't too bad. Let's see here. So this is Sabrina, and uh, let's see here. If you wanna, if you wanna say, what's what's her what are her stats though? Oh, bro? her stats. My bad, my bad. Her stats. She has she, this. She must be like a new elite, okay? Because she's got yeah. It's uh, let's see. She's got eight friends, two hundred eighty-one reviews, three hundred thirty-eight photos. Okay. 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 So she's getting there. She's getting there. She gives it three stars. This is um very recent. This is in November. 
And uh, she says, if you want to be able to say you ate in the middle of Times Square, you should totally check this restaurant out. There is an upstairs area <laughs> up the escalator with a lot more seating, which is okay. So like nothing about the food. Absolutely just about. <laughs> do you want to say you ate at, in the middle of Times Square? Definitely <laughs> which, check this who, out. <laughs> who in the world is like, I've never been like a desire of any of my friends. <laughs> like, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Uh, and then she also says breadsticks. Uh, 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 let's see. Breadsticks were fresh when they arrived at the table. They were really the star of the show, honestly. So the bread, <laughs> breadsticks is where it's at. Um, oh, yeah. So, shit. yeah, I don't know. Um, that's that's a good one. Do you want to stop and, and discuss this one? or should we Wait, go? You didn't, did you read the whole thing? This is, I mean, it's not that long. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's, it's, but it's fine. It's fine. This is that, those are the big things. Those are the big things. I, she, I, she closed, I, re, I was appreciative. No, you, mi- you, missed the, you missed the big thing. You get chi- Wait, she got the chicken marsala? Isn't that a curry? Oh, I see. She got the, yeah, uh, got the chicken marsala with, with Alfredo Fettuccini. And my boyfriend got the breadstick soup, salad and soup, which, you know, the classic thing. So this is this is wait chicken marsala. Is no, that, that's what is that? That's um, I have that? a video of that too. You should oh, make yeah, it. Oh yeah, here we go. Um, you is that Italian? Get, yes, it's it's Italian. It's a marsala. Oh, it's okay, like a okay. sweet cooking wine. Um, uh, and so you use that, and it's like a creamy sauce. It's really good, and usually with mushrooms in it as well. Yeah. Um. She doesn't. She's. She doesn't say anything about the food. Food was okay. It was a chain restaurant after all. Okay. Yeah, I was. I would. I would yeah. say that's that's pretty. I would. I mean. I think that's this is a pretty good review because I feel that's a better review than what I would have given that. I mean, she said, yeah, she said, she said it's okay. Like, I mean, I think a lot of things are okay. Like, I think you know, bur- I think Burger King is okay. Like, that's <laughs> dude. I mean, I'm gonna that's, tell that's you, that's pretty good. I gotta tell you, I went to the Olive Garden in Times Square to for a little R and D for oh, my yeah. video I did, yeah, and I took yeah. my friend Steve, my friend Steve Chu from Baltimore. Shout out to him. He's amazing. If you're ever down Baltimore, go to Eki Ben. It's delicious. Awesome. Um, he he'd never been to Olive Garden. I was like, what? well, I gotta. Try for you we're gonna go and and so we got um i had to get the fettuccine alfredo because that was my videos about we got the breadsticks and the salad yes, yes. and we got the stuffed shells where did you go during the all you can eat ver- uh, portion time do you know what i'm saying okay. no you know no okay. i just okay. we went during the day it was like a saturday afternoon or whatever um and we went and sat in the up the escalator on the third floor or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, oh my god! Love, love fine, me a restaurant with an escalator. Designing. Oh yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Oh yeah. And um, I think I got what did I get to drink? I got like a sparkling water, right? You know that it's coming out one of those like yeah, pump gun. things. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. got a an iced tea, and then he was like, "Let's get martinis," because I'd also introduced him to martinis, and I was like, yeah. "A martini at Olive Garden? Olive Garden sure, in why Manhattan. not?" Yeah. <laughs> Times disgusting. First wow. of all, absolutely yep. disgusting. Wow. Wow. But all we got was the breadsticks, which come with your meal. The breadsticks and salad come with your both of the meals we yeah. got. Yeah. Um, and we got extra marinara sauce to dip oh, that delicious. in, right? Yes. And then the two Classic martinis and the move. drinks. This meal was, I think it was $90 or something. Oh, and I was like, this is really expensive yeah. for yeah, expensive. basically two dishes and like yep. the martinis, fine. But then I realized that the soda water was 375 I think. Oh I think God. it was 375 And That's I was their... like, are you kidding me that this is 375 for water that has That's bubbles their... in it? That's their, that's how and they then, make money. They the here's, biggest well, here is actually yeah. how they really made money because I tipped on that obviously. Yeah. And I'm a good tipper. I'm like a 25 percenter, especially yeah, like sure. with COVID and stuff. Yeah, like I'm like you know, you. and God you're you. you're in you're in Times Square. Yeah. Like you it's, deserve like yeah. a 50 percent tip. Yeah. So I tipped on top of that, and I'm I expensed it anyway for work because it was 
you know, it was for work Love to go it. check Very it out. Asian of you, classic. But yep. then, oh yeah. yeah. But then I looked back because I was like, this just feels. That was one hundred and fifteen dollars for. Yeah. I was like, this is so expensive. I realized that the tip was included already, oh. and they didn't. Oh. It didn't make it clear, and so I tipped on, which is fine. You like I said, happy tip. to right. tip. Sure. Yeah. But like, it was really that. cheeky. No, because it says like. It said um, recommended tip, I think is what it said, instead uh, of included. It should have said like included uh, tip. And I was like, that's kind of cheeky. And also I don't blame them because I'm sure so many tourists come oh, to yeah, Times Square, Olive Garden, yeah, they and they're not tipping well. But yeah, I, I felt yeah. very cheated and, and a little upset oof, by it, especially the, the almost $4 soda water. I was not happy about I, well, I were, But the, the fettuccine Alfredo was delicious. Was it? was it good? It was good. The I salad thought- and the breadsticks were t- terrible. Real? Which okay. I thought usually were like yeah, you, are like a highlight, you, and the the stuffed shells were really good too. I was honestly surprised. Do you um do you know if Olive Garden like makes so like Alfredo Alfredo? I, I don't. I've made it a few times. Like I think I've used your your approach, and it doesn't take that long to make. But are they? Do you yeah. think they're making it like straight up, or they do they have like a big vat of it, or is it frozen? They have like, a vat, a hundred percent. They got, got a vat. Got All of their stuff, like those chains and stuff. There, everything's like they're not making anything like to order okay. back there you know okay. it's all like are, are frozen the, stuff that they're reheating gotcha. are the breadsticks um are the breadsticks so unlimited what's going on with that no one's is it they so are but here's the other thing i did some research and the thing about the <laughs> breadsticks is that they always bring you like because they brought us three breadsticks and i was like why they just bring us three i thought like mm, give me yeah. a basket of breadsticks but what i read was they used to give unlimited like just like a huge basket but they were getting wasted so what they do now is they give the amount of people that are there so if there's two people they give you two and then one extra so one they give extra. you three so if there was if the three of us went they would give us mm. four so bread sticks yeah yeah again so again, i appreciate gotcha. i appreciate gotcha. that i get it i get it um you know what yeah. speaking of, of of tourists coming into um olive garden you know because mm-hmm. i know this I, I think it's just so funny i think especially funny with olive garden because there used to be one on um like 22nd and six right there was one there i remember that it was yeah. like flat uh, like flat iron area yeah yeah that. yeah and like yeah, it yeah. would be crowded and i would always think like there are literally world-class italian restaurants with like two blocks away <laughs> right amazing yeah. i mean i'm not I'm, even, I'm not even talking about like little italy like i'm talking about like great little hole in the wall not like yeah. you know maybe a little bit more than olive garden although maybe not because they don't spend four dollars on, on soda but <laughs> uh but like really good and but people just go to olive garden Anyways, it's a whole thing. So I want to read this one. This is from Francine L. She's an elite. Hey. Okay. She's, hey. This is a real one. This is a real a real Asian Yelper. 1,800 friends on Yelp. Wow. I didn't even know. Oh, shit. I didn't know you could do wow. that. Okay. This isn't fucking MySpace. What are you doing? 2000, I know. What? Yeah. 1,800 friends or whatever they are. 2000, I know you could have friends on Yelp. <laughs> yeah, I know. 2,323 reviews. 5,472 photos. That's like four or five gigabytes of photos that she has taken and uploaded onto this She's website. She's a true Asian. She's a true Asian. True man. Asian. Francine wow. L. I'm going to read this thing. It's a little long, so bear with me here. So Olive, it's okay. It's okay. Olive Garden has a special event during New Year's. Okay, so this review also was January 13th, 2020. Olive Garden has a special event during New Year's where you can purchase tickets for $400 and spend a <laughs> night inside the Olive Garden and watch the ball drop. The location itself. No has, way! Is yes, that real? I, I, I guess the location itself wow. has a pretty, it's a pretty all right view. That's a, hilarious of the ball when you are outside. This was a private event; only a couple hundred uh, tickets are sold each year. 
First things first, everywhere in Times Square is blocked off. You need to enter through a specific section to get to your destination. Um, the thing is that some police officers would not allow us to get into that section until we literally showed them. This is so funny. Our tickets and where exactly it was. You have tickets to Olive Garden. I'm going to say that. And after that, <laughs> and also, after that, we I want to wait. do this next year. By the way, what policeman? There's no way a policeman would be like the Olive Garden policeman. Oh no, no, no! It's okay. Uh, I have tickets to the Olive Garden. No, you're a terrorist. That is not real. That is no way. <laughs> after that, we had to wait in a super long line to walk towards Olive Garden in a group. Once inside, it was a lot better. You get a wristband. Hilarious at Olive Garden. You get a wristband at the door. Wow. Oh, this is kind of. You have unlimited alcohol all night, which is kind of gangster. Uh, Food-wise, it's what Olive Garden serves, but there is a time limit. So I guess you can eat a lot of Olive Whoa. Garden food. Overall, okay. you're buy, uh, you're buy, uh, you buy your ticket to this event, so you're able to sit and not stand the entire night. Uh, plus, they have bathrooms that are very clean. You have a pretty cool experience. My first time watching the ball drops out. This is our first time watching the ball drop. Went to Olive Garden. So I went to I have to say it was nice. <laughs> the staff was very friendly. Uh, we did meet people uh, for, uh, inside as well. Some of the guests came from all around the world. Australia, London, Spain, many other states. Uh, yeah, and many other states. Um, wow. 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 What do we think about... And, and this is, by the way, three stars. Okay? $400. Three stars. She, did, she didn't talk about the food, really. I think it was the police people who like kind of knocked off a couple of the stars. Like that. <laughs> NYPD. Yeah. NYPD. Two stars. Yeah. So, wow. What do we think? What do we think? First of all, can you go to this and can you expense this, Faraday? <laughs> yeah, you should make a New Year's video. Make a New Year's video where you go to fucking Olive Garden crazy. I think that's thing. gonna what is what needs to happen. I mean, that's that's amazing. That's is, I mean, what I I kind of want to go to this. Like, I, I want to know what the I, food I, is. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to use the word trashy, but like, it's so interesting that there's like a community of people in, in New York who like feel this is like a night. Oh, I mean, maybe it's fucking cool. I don't know, man. Like, it just feels so weird to me that you're standing outside the club, but the club is fucking Olive Garden. <laughs> you have a it's wristband. Such a funny. Well, yeah, exactly. One thing I realized, too, when I was there, because I was like, why are there so many people in Olive Garden? Like, why are you coming to New York City and dining at Olive Garden? Except, obviously, if you're going to see the ball drop, that makes complete sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, otherwise, I was like, why? Because, like you said, too, it's like there's so many good Italian places. But I think, like... What I deduced for myself was that there's family, families coming to New York sure. and they're trying to do New York on a dime. And they're yeah. like, we know our kids are going to like, you yeah. know, Olive Garden. It's and be, yeah. it's a tourist attraction for us anyway, going to Times Square because yep. all the tourists have to go there, obviously. Go and there. Yep. So I, it makes sense, I guess, if you're a family and you you can feed a lot on right. a, for you a lot of money. You can sit everybody, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. it's easy yeah. to do. Yep. Yeah, that makes a lot of yeah. sense. I mean, but for but New it, Year's to go there Year's. and do this, <laughs> you're you're like putting on. I imagine nice clothes. And the people are. I asking, hope that there's a dress. Yeah, dress code or something. Dressy, guys. Can you with the green if apron, I'm, maybe? You know, I don't know. Oh my god! Can you imagine like just making out with somebody at midnight at the Olive Garden? Like, damn! Uh, I'd so be like, romantic, Where girl. Ooh, girl, you smell like Yo. marsala. Ooh, yeah. Where'd you guys? Say? <laughs> Where'd you guys meet? At the Olive Garden. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be. I'll um, be. I read this thing and listen. Four hundred dollars for middle of New York. Uh, all you can drink. That's kind of cool. You know. That's kind of. I cool. assume yeah, I would cool. be eating mad breadsticks up until the cutoff time. <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And drinking. I mean, four hundred dollars. Like, I, I guess that's per person. That's kind of a lot. But you know, I'm sure there's yeah. there's worse there's worse ways to spend four hundred dollars on a New Year's. New Year's yeah. is just crazy times. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. It um, is. 
That's interesting about the. So when I was in Hawaii, the same thing happened. Where like I went around Christmas time. I I was actually there for Christmas. And you want to know what the restaurant that was the most packed on Christmas? Which one? Hawaii, Honolulu, Hawaii. Some of the best seafood restaurants oh, in the sure. world. Right. Hit me. Red the, Lobster. The most pa- was it Red no, Lobster? Cheesecake Factory. Oh shit! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Cheesecake Factory. And I was wow. like. Let me I'm tell like, you, you come, you fucking fly thousands of miles to Hawaii, where hotels are expensive as shit. You can get the best poke in the world. It's just like the food there is truly so amazing. It's amazing, and it's like, damn, she's she, Cheesecake Factory. Like you, you ain't got nothing on Cheesecake Factory, bro. We're 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 gonna see if Cheesecake Factory has a um, New York uh, New Year's thing though. Okay, we're gonna see if yeah, they got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do that. Wristband. That'll be a Patreon. My favorite play, my favorite of the chains personally is Applebee's, and like oh we, yeah, you're, no, actually, you're an Applebee's they're the person. Worst. Why? How I they love suck? it. I Do love you mean Applebee's. The half off apps? Is that is it the half off? Yes, apps? the half off yeah, apps. I always good. make my team like I I usually organize for my team to do some kind of volunteer thing every <laughs> oh, okay. year, and this year back in November we worked with Heart of Dinner, which is a great organization in New York. Um, they deliver food to. Um, Asians and elderly Asians in the community and stuff, which is really awesome. If you guys don't know about it, you should be involved with them. Um, But we went there and then they were like, and we're going to go to happy hour afterwards. And they were like, where are you guys going to go? And I was so embarrassed to tell them because I was like, we really like, we're doing this like good thing. And I'm like, I felt like I'm like, maybe we should be going out in Chinatown somewhere and like supporting like a local business. I was like, we're going to Applebee's. <laughs> they're, they're like, you know what? We don't actually need your service. Go ahead and get yeah. out of here. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Man, that's good. I, I think we should do Damn. a Patreon thing where we go from like one uh chain to the next you know what i'm saying like my, my yeah. i love i love red lobster i've i've eaten at the red lobster in times square it Me wasn't too. really it really wasn't bad i thought the food was like actually pretty good the, you know and no, um, i didn't it was, like it the biscuits were good though the biscuits oh my god the biscuits mm. oh, i mean you know what patreon okay i mean shit we're gonna get yeah. this going. the only the only play the only chain restaurant that i would pay 400 bucks for during new year's is cracker barrel and they don't have that in new year's <laughs> cracker <Barrel. laughs> you, you dude you if you gave if you gave a cracker barrel 400 dollars, you would own the cracker barrel yeah 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 there yeah, you yeah. go congratulations like, <laughs> oh the majority <laughs> investor okay uh all right and okay we're, we're doing we're doing one more segment uh with our guest faraday uh from vice um uh, it is everybody's favorite segment. It is Das yes. Race News. Das Race News. Okay, and uh, this we're gonna um, we're just gonna read this hilarious. Uh, uh, hold on here, I'm just bringing it up. Okay, uh, this is from uh, Metro, the Metro, uh, the UK website. Uh, North Korea is claiming that Kim Jong Il invented the burrito. This is a real thing, okay? <laughs> and we're just going to uh, summarize here. North Korea's former leader invented the burrito 10 years ago. Bizarre propaganda in the country has suggested. The false claim uh, came as the country said it was going, uh, doing a quote-unquote booming trade in the Tex-Mex, uh, Tex-Mex dish in the capital of Pyongyang. A surreal video described the meal as a, quote, wheat wrap to a population struggling with food shortages. Um, the Rondong Sinmyun newspaper, seen as a government mouthpiece, reported that the burrito was thought up in 2011 uh, by Kim Jong-il, the father <laughs> of the current supreme leader. And then there's a photo, there's a mural of Kim Jong-il making burritos, and then there's a bunch of, you know, photos of, I guess, people eating burritos. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, did you know that... Faraday, did you know that Kim Jong Il invented? No, I'm crazy. Right? <laughs> all this time, I, I've been. It's amazing. 
Wow. I thought, I thought Joseph I'm... Stalin invented the burrito. That's what I, what I, that's yeah, what yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah. This is wild. This is absolutely wild. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. It totally makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Is there? Is I there don't know some, why. Is there some? Is there a? Uh, is there a food that you wish you, that if you could, you would take credit for? Is there an like a go go outlandish? Did you know that Faraday invented uh, fucking chimichangas? I have no idea. <laughs> you know? Oh, chimichangas that, are good. Yeah, mm. they're fucking good. Mm-mm. If I could say that I invented like mozzarella sticks, I think I'd be. Oh, speaking shit. of Applebee's, that's oh, what I yeah. immediately think wow. of right there. Yeah. Applebee's, I mean, <laughs> m- like if you invented mozzarella sticks, that would be fun. You know, you're like just yeah. fried cheese all the time. Have you? Have You'd you? You'd be so. Yeah. Po- Damn. That's yeah. a good one. Have you made I, a video of, of mozzarella sticks? Have you done that? I did actually okay, once like years up? ago. Go watch right. it. Go okay. watch it. Okay. It's easy. I use polio yeah. for the cheese because that's like the stringiest of the, oh. it's the best one. Damn. Well, I feel like, uh, yeah. I feel like if I could take credit for something, I think it would just be funny if in, in on Wikipedia, if it said Fumiabe, <laughs> com- comedian writer slash inventor of shepherd's pie. <laughs> I just think that I just think that would be it would be so funny if I Shepherd's if I was the guy if I was the dude and all these Irish people are like that's the guy he that's did the it. guy did you know <laughs> yeah his credits include James Corden um you know Stephen Colbert and Shepherd's Pie yeah. Shepherd's Pie I um, uh, I love it I love it yeah um this yeah. is this what about you man what do you think about this I mean it, this mural is pretty amazing it is an amazing mural it it shows. Uh, Kim Jong-il and he's like in his Kim Jong-il outfit and the cool thing about these kind of photos is that they you know he 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 made he commissioned this okay he's like yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna make this mural of me making this burrito you know what yeah. draw me as I am okay he's got, <laughs> he's got he's got you know he's got a little paunch going he's got his he's got a little belly yeah he's got his hair and this is so authentic that it really makes me think he made the burrito. I was like, maybe he did do this. <laughs> this would be real. Because if he's not going to lie about his body, he's, he's not, not going to lie about an invention. Yeah, he's not, making, yeah. He's, he's not drawing a mural of himself like jacked, riding yeah. a white horse, like, you know, finger banging a, ty- a Tyrannosaurus Rex. You know, he is really, that's just him <laughs> on a Saturday in his, and he's, he's wearing his, his outfit and making bur- inventing burritos, bro. So that makes sense. That shouts, makes sense. Shouts to him. I think if I had to, I, I don't know what it is, but like, I think it's because I'm Vietnamese and Vietnamese people, we got a bunch of stuff from, from French people. And one of those things is uh, pate show, which is a flaky, um, uh, like meat. It's, it's like a meat pie. It's like a, it's a, it's like, it's, it's a ball of meat that's been cooked. And then it's like inside of a flaky pie thing. So I love mm. that kind of stuff. When I went to France, they have a lot of things which are, it's like, it looks like a big loaf of bread, but inside of it is baked cooked food. Like cooked like meats or eggs or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. That sounds good. It's so good. And again, my wife is like, I can't believe anyone would eat that. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> I got colonized. What can I say? And um, <laughs> what can I say? If I, hey. if I could, if I could, I would reverse colonize it and be like, yo, listen, I invented that France, bitch. Okay. I slap, yes. a, I, I, I slap a, a big supreme on the side of one of the loaves. <laughs> And like, you know, like baked in supreme <laughs> on the side and be like, I sell that shit. That's me. Mike Nguyen invented that. Okay. Mike Nguyen, host of Asia, not Asian, stand-up comedian, writer, and inventor of the supreme loaf. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Nice. Oh, man. Oh, I like I love that. it. I love yeah. it. Uh, I think that's it, baby. What, are we, what Anything else? I think that's it. Good? This is... This is I think that's good. F- yeah. 
Faraday, thank you so much for uh, you guys are the best. This is so fun. This is great. It was so good talking to you. Thanks um, for having me here. I love it. Also, I don't know if you mentioned it on air, but you were the because the Elena's episodes always do so well. Uh, check out Elena Yamamoto's episode. She's been on this podcast like twice. They're cousins, Faraday and Elena. So definitely, yeah, we're like check second, that out. second cousins. So She's like they're, step, they're step cousins. They're step cousins. It's crazy. And we found um, out that they are actually friends. Yeah, we found our out. grand. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. friends. We I we talk a lot. Our grandparents were brother and sister. That's what it is. Yep. There you go. Yep. That's, that's that's something that friends would say about each other. So that makes sense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Faraday, where can our fans find you and your work and your show on Vice? Where can where can they yeah. consume where can they find Faraday? You can find me on Instagram at my name at Faraday F A R I D E H or find us at Munchies um, on our YouTube. Please go and watch all of our videos and make make the recipes please tell me and, and show me that your recipes i love it they're so good they will save your marriage okay i will tell you that right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> uh, i love that you can also find us on all the social platforms at asian not asian pod i am also on instagram twitter tiktok at the fumi i'll be the c-h-e-f-u-m-i-a-b-e and you can find me on instagram at nice pants bro um, we have two Hack City shows coming up if you're an East Coaster and or West Coaster. Uh, in New York City, we are doing a show at Union Hall, 7.30. Is it 7, oh, 7.30, right? 7.30. Yeah. Am I right, Mike? Yeah. 7.30 p.m. at Union Hall in Brooklyn on February 11th. Uh, t- ticket link should be in the episode description below or just go to asian.asianpod.com. Uh, and then we're doing one in L.A., uh, on February 26, uh, 8 p.m. at the Airliner in Lincoln Heights. Tickets also in the episode description or just go to fumiabe.com for tickets. And we hope to see you there. I will be in the New York. I will be at the New York You're one. You're going to be so, at the New York um, one uh, again February 11th. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be. It's at 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock and it'll be great. Oh, 7 o'clock. Yeah, 7 o'clock. Uh, Fumi will be there. We'll, 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 we'll all hang out and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. And then please check out the West Coast Hack City show. It'll be the first one we ever do. And it'll be, it'll be the first I think, one. I think it'll be real cool, man. And uh, please check out uh, Faraday and Munchies. And uh, yeah, otherwise, until then, man, stay safe. Yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.